You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. Here we are. (laughs) I noticed you tried to slow your speech down a little bit when you were doing the intro. I feel like... Lately, you. Hello, my name is. Yeah, literally, that's how you. <laughs> I don't think you talk that fast, but then again, I'm used to hearing you, so like never shut up. Well, that too, but <laughs> I feel like we were listening back the other day, and you thought you were talking like super really, fast, really fast. Yeah. So I noticed that was like a nice, smooth, Just slower. Chill. I know it reminds me. I wish I had a soothing voice on the radio, but it always reminds me of like Delilah. Remember her? <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, "This is Delilah." Yeah. And you're just like, you just want to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Enya of radio. Yeah, truly. She'd be good at one of those meditation tapes. She would be. What was the one you said you wanted to try? Calm? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's an app. Yeah. It's like for anxiety and like calming and helping yeah. you sleep. Yeah. I did like the free trial. It's like, it's not that expensive, I don't yeah. think. Probably well, just do it. I'll have to get my mom to like tell you a story one night and rub your back as you go to sleep because she's pretty damn good at that too. <laughs> she like uses her very calm voice and you're just like, I'm done. <laughs> she gives a good back tickle. Not I that I have, you love. I do love a good back tickle. I don't usually have any problem falling asleep. No, and <laughs> if I I've got some good blackmail on you right now too. If you put those up, I I'm ending this podcast relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all! You can. It will be the ghoul friend podcast because I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are many wonderful things about marriage. Um, the, the one thing I would say that people don't quite like tell you about before is that you know at first, and I'm sure you felt this way too, like sleeping you know every night with your spouse. It's like romantic. It's like comforting, which it is. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you really get a first-hand look at how people really sleep. Because <laughs> um, it ain't romantic every night, folks. Sometimes you just go into bed. It's true. It's true. And you, the other night, rolled yourself into a burrito of the comforter. <laughs> and then looked at me and started snoring so loudly, I thought the curtains were going to come off the rod. <laughs> like, yeah, well, then you, like, punched me in the face. And I was like, you're lucky I didn't smother you. I was so ready. <laughs> I'm like, what is your problem? And you groaned and flipped over, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> and the next morning, I'm like, you were snoring. You're like, I really wasn't. I'm like, oh, I got proof, girl. And I whipped out a video of her sawing him off. You know, love you. Love you, too. <laughs> it was pretty bad, y'all. It was pretty bad. I don't know if you were congested or, like, what yeah. the deal was that night, but you were. Whew. I was going. You were going, but yes, Caitlin can fall asleep in literally 30 seconds, yeah. if, if that. That's uh, a high estimate. I could literally fall asleep sitting up, like truly. Like, yeah. I fall asleep in movie theaters, like can't take me to a movie. That. I yeah. don't know. Just... Do you just turn your brain off? Like, do you literally <laughs> just have like an off switch that you just... Pretty much. I mean, it's very rare that I have like any type of insomnia, but if I do, like I get yeah. like really pissed off because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I know. I get, <laughs> I really hate it. But usually, yeah, I just like lay down and I'm just like, bye. Dead, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, gone. Oh. I'm done. I know. It's bizarre. Like, for me, on the other hand, it takes, you know, a melatonin, three, you know, sacrifices to the gods, <laughs> and a review of my entire, like, middle school embarrassment <laughs> history to, like, even maybe get to sleep. My yeah. brain's like, let's go back to fourth grade and think about that. <laughs> yeah. I want to put a poll up on our Instagram to see which category people fall into. Like, do you fall asleep instantly, or does it take you forever to go to sleep, like me? I feel like I'm abnormal. 
I feel like most people yeah. say like it takes them a bit to like fall asleep, and I'm just yeah. like, no, I'm good. It's true. I remember I used to have really bad insomnia when I was younger, mm-hmm. but like once I started working, like I got my first like out of college <laughs> job, like I started sleeping a lot better. <laughs> I have to sleep because you're like I'm so tired. You're tired, yeah. <laughs> Well, you've never really been, like, a big sleeper anyway. Like, you don't have to sleep for very long. You don't have to, you know, it does take you a bit to fall asleep. Like, I've fallen asleep and then woken up and, like, thinking it's morning time. (laughs) Because you're still up and watching TV and it's, like, midnight and you're still up. And I was like, oh. I know. Midnight, like, after Caitlin falls asleep is my time where I watch the shows I want to watch. Dumb shows. The movies I want to watch. That's why I fall asleep so damn fast. You put that bullshit on. I'm like, I am not watching Mamma Mia for the 18th time. (laughs) (laughs) So good, though. Oh, no, it's not. Well. Yeah. Other than sleeping. Yep. Have we had any exciting things happen as of lately? Taking care of Jeff's plants at their house because they went there in Nashville right now, dropping off uh, Gabby Gould. Gould. made the move. Yep. She had to take her cat, Artie, and there was a little, uh, (laughs) like, (laughs) I don't know, hesitation or... Like they they drugged worry. him. Yeah, they did. They, <laughs> with the vet's guidance, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so they, he did sleep for most of the time until kind of right at the end. Just kind of two hours out. Yeah, fiz- like fidgety. Uh, you know, I'm, I can understand that. As seeing as we just did that. <laughs> yeah, when we moved, um, most of, I mean the trip really went like flawlessly. Ours did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, our move down. I would say it got a little hairy the last three hours. Like once we got into South Carolina. Yeah. Because remember, you come in at the top near like um, if you know where like Florence, South Carolina. Carolina is you come in right there but well you get like super excited because like you know we've been in the car for hours and hours and hours <laughs> yeah. and we're like South Carolina and we're like three more hours fuck yeah that's the worst we, we were all so fidgety yeah. yeah everybody was just ready to get out of that so car bad. and so they did it was about eight hours they made really good time though yeah so. they did you know they they're there she's they're getting ready this week I don't know exactly what day she starts I think they don't know yet either based on COVID I think mm. they're still trying to figure out what they're actually doing because I think she told me like maybe part of her orientation is virtual now mm. they're trying to limit obviously the amount of time they have to go in yeah makes sense yeah I don't know but Crazy. it should be soon yeah so good luck Gabby Gould good <laughs> glad you made it you're there <laughs> bring us back some cowgirl boots please yes. thank you meowdy meowdy to you <laughs> <laughs> We kept telling her that Artie needs a tiny little cowboy hat to yes. go with him. Yes. <laughs> Gotta oh, be a fashion. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other things that happened. I finished a course. You did? So you got one more this year to yeah. wrap it up for the year. Yeah. We start back in January, so. Yeah. And to explain kind of uh, why we do that, because I'm sure people are like, what? <laughs> you just stop halfway through the year. <laughs> um, it is because we already have student loans and we're not looking to take more on. And yep. thankfully, my company offers advanced flex tuition. So I use that program to pay for my courses. And when the money stops, I stop. <laughs> Thankfully, University of Phoenix, where I go, is really great about yeah. being flexible like that. So basically, I hit the pause button until the money rolls over the next year. Mm-hmm. And then I start again. So it's going to take a, you know a year or two more. But yeah. hey, man, no loans. That's, that's what's up. I mean, yeah. Put it High here. Five. <laughs> We've done that dance. We don't want to do it anymore. No, we're done with that. So, so yeah. yeah. But no, it's good, you know, and I feel like, too, you wrap up usually around, like, mid to end September, so, like, it's kind of beginning of, like, the holidays, and, you know, it's kind of a good time to stop and, like, just be able to focus kind of on, like, family and... Yeah, no, definitely. 
not worrying about yeah. school stuff, you know? No, I definitely think it's great for, um, like avoiding burnout. Um, mm-hmm, for sure. Because I know with my master's, it took two years and I went completely through, I never stopped mm-hmm. taking courses and it was, it was really rough at the end. It's yeah. hard to work full time. Well, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> literally what I was just going to say is, you know, you also work full time yeah. in podcasts, which takes time. hours yeah, out of the you know, week. So yeah, you, enjoying you busy ghoul. Yeah. We're going to. Mark my words, this is the week, ghouls. We are getting an extra episode out to, like, put in our queue. Is today Saturday or Sunday? It's Sunday, Sunday, right? Okay. Yeah, so we're doing My, my days have, like... <laughs> we're doing our usual dance. together. That's right, yes. But we're going to come up with a topic today for the next episode, or we're going to pick one, and we're going to start that research, damn it. Yes, we are. Happening. <laughs> Meowdy. Meowdy. Meowdy to you. <laughs> All right. All right, so I think we kind of kept... With the same theme, um, just picking different places. I think you know we kind of yeah. enjoy going. Ireland was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really fun to that research. Fun. So I think I think you just picked a place. Yeah, well, I remembered that we um, like when I look at our listener stats, like internationally, we have a lot of uh, Canadian listeners. Mm-hmm. I think the UK and Canada are on our top. Top, other than the US. Yeah, other yeah. than the US. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've not done a haunted Canada yet. So for those in our uh, our friendly country to the north, <laughs> this one's for you. Yep. Yep. It's pretty good. Uh, we found a lot. There's a ton. It's oh just, yeah. You know, Canada's Canada's haunted. <laughs> yeah. go there. haunted AF for sure. Yes. Have you been? You've never been to Canada, correct? I mean, I feel like Maine is like you're kind of like just in there already. See, <laughs> I was very obviously my geography skills are absolute shit because I like for some reason thought Maine was a small state and it's definitely not. It's huge. It is. It's a really big state. And you live like in the middle. Kind of right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like you live right next to the border to Canada. You're actually a far ways away. Quite a bit. We were about five hours from Montreal. Okay. Yeah. My brother, that's the time that my brother stole a minivan when he turned 18 <laughs> and took it to Canada because the legal drinking age was 18. Classic. <laughs> he didn't need a passport or anything to get in back oh, then. Oh, yeah. So he was like gone and like my mom called him. She's like, where are you? And he goes, Canada. <laughs> She's like, oh, what? <laughs> could you come back, please? <laughs> he got in a lot of trouble. I'm sure uh, he did. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Yeah. Man, I can't so, talk that. It was pretty funny. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, he's in Canada. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Right. So do you want to start? Um, sure. I'll start. My first one's kind of big. Okay. So if you need to interject or you want to jump to yours kind of at some oh, point. Go for it. Because I know it's going to be a little bit. Yeah. But it's it's worth the ride, I promise y'all. So for this one, we are going to Victoria, which is located in British Columbia in Canada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird because when I say, like, obviously we don't have, like, we have states. We provinces. Like provinces. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it's like Charleston, South Carolina, USA. United States. <laughs> but this is in British Columbia, Victoria. Very beautiful city. Um, we actually have a friend, a good friend that mm-hmm. is from Victoria. So yeah. I was talking to her when I was doing this. Um, and she's actually got a personal connection to this location. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. So I am talking about the Fairmont Empress. And when I first read this, I could have sworn it said Fairmont Express. So I wrote all my notes using the word express and then a very common nickname for this hotel. It's commonly referred to as the Empress. And I'm like, the hell is the Empress yeah. coming from? Like, why are they calling it that? But I just misread it. So it's not the Fairmont Express, which sounds like a holiday inn. <laughs> yeah. It's the Fairmont Empress. Oh, um, okay. It's located on inner... Vic- yes. I'm glad you like corrected that before like one of our Canadian listeners writes in and is like, are you stupid? <laughs> A. The answer is oh. 
The answer is yes. <laughs> it is. I loved watching that. What was that movie called? Um, it was about the gay old couple. It was a documentary. Oh, oh it was on Netflix. Um, shoot. You popcorned me. Sorry. A Popcorn. Secret Love. Yes. That was super cute. I loved listening to their accents. Like, I love, like, the... Oh, I love the Canadian like, accent. Boot, it's, like, it's so... And I hear it when we talk to... I don't know if we can say her name, but our yeah. friend that is from there. Like, yeah. listening to her talk, I, I could oh, listen I to her, her accent. All, and it's so cute. Yes, absolutely. She has... Did um, I just offend someone? You're giving me, like, the evil eye. No, I just heard your A joke, and I'm like, <laughs> well, they hate us now. <laughs> we're not... It's cute. It is cute. I love Canadian. I think they're very... Meanwhile, cute. we're talking like this in South Carolina yeah, no, with some sweet Oh, they, <laughs> they can make fun of us. <laughs> and I'm sure they do. I am sure they do. They have every right to. Absolutely. Accents are funny. I they love them. They are funny. They're, They're really interesting. Them. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. Um, all right. Continue. Okay. Sorry. I had, to, okay. I had to jump in there. <laughs> so, Fairmont Empress, located in Victoria, British Columbia. It's located on the Inner Victoria Harbor, so it's on the water. Okay. Um, it's a very old building. It was built in 1908. Um, but it is massive, and I'll have to show you pictures of this, okay. or if you want to look it up, you can. But yeah. it has 464 rooms today, so it is a massive big. hotel. And it's beautiful. You kind of see the pictures are very pretty, like mm-hmm. the boats in the harbor, and the hotel kind of rises up behind yeah. it. So nice place. Canada um, looks beautiful everywhere, really. It is. I've never seen like a picture of like ugly Canada. No. I've, I've only been to – I went to Vancouver when I was – Six or seven. Is that when you had like the really good Chinese food? Wasn't yeah, there, like, a really yummy Chinese place. You it's went? really odd what you remember because I know your memories <laughs> at that age are quite limited. Yeah, but, um, I remember we went to a, a Chinese restaurant in Vancouver, and it was like some of the best food I remember ever, ever eaten. And yeah. they had this like giant, like it was a lazy Susan, but it was huge. The yeah. table was huge, and they basically like no one ordered their own dishes. It was mm-hmm. all family style. Mm-hmm. So they had the dishes on the lazy Susan. And when you wanted something, it just spun around to you. Do you know that's like Chinese, like custom? Like yeah, that's that's I've what they that do. Yeah. yeah. I took a cultural like class in high school. I remember, and one of my instructors um, did like kind of like a um, not like a study abroad, but like if you were in like the like. I think you could take yeah. Mandarin or something, and yeah. they went for, like, two weeks. Oh, okay. And so they talked about that and how that was, like, different, like, yeah. culturally. You know, yeah. nobody orders. It's weird to order your own meal. Right. Everyone kind of orders dishes mm-hmm. for the table, and you all share. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember it being so, so good. Um, well, I mean, compared to your gas station Chinese that you got. And- hey, don't you <laughs> knock that gas station Chinese. It was good. <laughs> Growing up, our favorite Chinese food place was located um, literally in a gas station. It wasn't like the convenience store and the, the restaurant together. It was like one half was the convenience store gotcha. connected. The so other it wasn't half. like 7-Eleven Chinese. Uh, no, no, no. It was not. It was very, very good Chinese. It was just located there. Gotcha. And that, you know, that kind of right. weirded some people out. but. Well. I'm one of them, <laughs> but continue. Sorry. Sorry. I'm chatty. It's all right. It's all right. So yes, we're a far, we're a bit from Vancouver. I believe Vancouver is obviously on the specific or specific Pacific. You did not. Just I know. Say I that. was thinking. Oh no. You better just slap. I can't reach you. Slap yourself. Cause that, <sighs> the specific ocean. <laughs> That's one of my biggest pet peeves. I know. I can't, I, <laughs> oh, I can't talk. That's all right. Um, yes. <laughs> it's Cause we're sober right now. <laughs> We're not. We we have to. You have to be sober to podcast. Yeah. Like you cannot be sloshed and trying to. We've get tried. I mean, it doesn't work. And we listen to it. And we're like, oh dear. Ooh, no, <laughs> that's being negative. All right. 
reel her back in. All right. So we're not in Vancouver. We're in Victoria, which is a fair bit away <laughs> from what I know yes. geographically. Okay. Um, massive hotel, beautiful hotel. Um, when it first opened, it's it was kind of popular from the very beginning. Like a lot of celebrities okay. have stayed there, um, still stay there. To kind of give you an idea, uh, Queen Elizabeth II stayed there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's kind of a big deal. Yep. Right? Uh, John Travolta stayed there. And Shirley Temple stayed there in the 1930s. And people, apparently, I read that it was so, it was such a concern that she might be kidnapped while staying there that her security team had to set up in the room across from hers and basically keep their door open so that they could, like, keep an eye on her and make sure she was safe. Yeah. And fun fact, um, if you want to know what Baby Celeste looked like, I looked just like Shirley Temple as a kid. Yeah, you really did. That was always my nickname because I had the blonde, like, corkscrew curls. Curls, yeah. Yeah. So, fancy hotel. Lots of people like to stay there. Very nice. Um, So, it kind of had this boom of celebrities being there, but business kind of died down in 1965. Um, And when this happened, the hotel kind of started to fall into disrepair. Uh, Renovations that were needed just didn't happen. And it was kind of questioned whether the building was going to be taken out altogether. But ultimately, the town decided or the city decided that it was just too much of a staple to be let go. So it underwent a massive renovation in 1989, and this really kind of um, was a callback to the hotel's original roots to when it was built. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the style was meant to kind of um, mimic how it originally had been built, and this was a really good business move because it kind of boosted business again, um, and it became, again, kind of a big staple in Victoria's tourism industry. Sure. And you can still stay there today. It's a very beautiful place. Yeah. It's on my list. Okay. I've told our Canadian friend that it is on my list. We're going. Yeah, because she's from Victoria, so that was perfect. Yeah. So, she knew where it was? Yeah, she worked there. Oh, no way. Yeah, she told me she works there in, I think she said she's older than us, but she worked there in 1979, she oh, said. Oh, that's awesome. And she kind of uh, validated some of these things. Ooh. She said it was very creepy in some parts of the hotel. Nice. So we've got a firsthand account, folks. That's awesome. Yeah, so let's talk about... The ghosts. Let's do it. Because I didn't just come on here to tell you about this lovely hotel. That you should go stay <laughs> you at. Should go, yeah. Though it is lovely and you should go stay there. <laughs> Have you had enough? Do you want me to keep going? Keep going. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Don't stop now. All right. So there are a few ghosts that haunt the Fairmont Empress. Okay. Um, probably the most well known and easily has the uh, most interesting backstory is the lead architect who designed the Fairmont Empress. Interesting. Yeah. And his name was Francis. Ratterbury, or Ratterberry, depending how you'd like to pronounce it. Um, he went by the nickname Rats, which I found oh, that's kind funny. of funny. Yep, that's cute. Um, he was an interesting uh, but very shady character. He was a shady Sheila. Mm-hmm. Um, and his uh, he came to a very untimely demise. And you'll see why his life is so interesting. Because he, he definitely, you know, he did the damn thing. I'll say <laughs> that about him. He wasn't here for a long time, just for a good time? Yeah, you know, he was actually here for a pretty, like, long while. But oh. he did not go out uh, peacefully, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, let's talk about Buckling it, in. <laughs> so, he was not from Canada originally. He okay. was born in Leeds, which I believe is in England. I could be wrong. He moved to Vancouver at age 25 in 1892. Okay. So he was... Did he sail the ocean blue? He did. He <laughs> sailed it all the way over to Canada. <laughs> so when he arrived, he was kind of big about like kind of fudging his way through things. <laughs> um, so when he you know started looking for work, he wanted to be in architecture. But uh, he put out this big ad in the paper basically announcing like, hey, I'm here. 
send me your architecture work. But he lied about his experience. He actually didn't have that much experience <laughs> at all. But he said he had studied under the very famous architect, Henry Lockwood. When in reality, Lockwood passed away when he was only a child. So they never really met. <laughs> Take it till you make it. But you know, there's no internet back then. So it's like, can't Google. Do? Yeah. The ye like, old Google. Yeah. You can't, you know, this was really the time to pad one's resume because there was no like fact checking back yeah. then. He was a very smooth talker. He was very good at kind of like elaborating on a few things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was actually pretty successful at first. He won a few commissions to design buildings in Victoria, mainly um, that were commissioned by the Victorian government. Okay. Um, he was he won the commission to design the Fairmont Empress, and I wrote Express. So that makes me laugh. <laughs> um, and you know, this kind of was his taste of like the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is a huge hotel. It's gorgeous. Obviously, was very well received, but he kind of quickly got into the shadier stuff. Um, for example, he was accused of uh, colluding or working with government officials in order to win their contracts to Ooh. design these buildings. Now illegal. <laughs> yeah, very illegal. Now illegal for sure. Um, and he was married, but he began an affair with a woman named um, Alma. I'm going to go with Pakenham, who is 30 years uh, younger than him. Yummy. She, yeah. <laughs> Cute. Yeah. yeah. She was kind of a party girl. She was like upper crust, but she liked to like drink and smoke and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really liked that about her. So <laughs> they basically started having an affair and it was like very well known that they were having an affair. Like his okay. wife was aware of it. Um, she just kind of didn't want to be around it. She really, you know, at the time women just didn't have a ton of power in relationships, unfortunately. Sure. Mm-hmm. But the society around them really found this quite scandalous. So they were like, hell no. Yeah. Y'all got to go. This ain't going to work. And basically kind of like exiled them. Okay. Like they were not invited to any functions. They were kind of outcast, which back then your social circle was a very, very big deal. It was deal big. Because sure. it showed your kind of level Power. in society. Yeah. yeah. So basically they were kind of exiled to the point where they moved uh, Pakenham and rats <laughs> Ratterbury they moved back to England in 1929 okay so this is kind of where it gets interesting because they're exiled they're living together they're still you know a couple but they hire a chauffeur to obviously take them around mm-hmm. and his name was George Stoner now <laughs> great lesson right? <laughs> George Stoner also not the most, uh, you know, reasonable person on earth. Got it. He became immediately obsessed with Alma and decided that, you know, they met, they kind of got together, and they started having their own affair. It's like a fair on a fair on a fair. Dang. So she is shady. Sheila. She was, you know, she, she was, was shady, but. Getting you know, some. Live your life, girl, I yeah. guess. I don't know. <laughs> so they start having an affair. Well, at this point, Rattenbury was pretty old. Um, and not in great health at the time. In fact, uh, once he got really old, he got pretty like cranky and became really much of an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And the kids started calling him like old rats. <laughs> like that's just old rats. All I can picture is like Master Splinter <laughs> from oh, Ninja Turtles, like yeah. old rat. <laughs> yeah, old rats. Yeah. Okay. So because he was old, because he was kind of in failing health, he kind of he knew about the affair. He kind of let it happen because he was like, like well, can't really fight. Yeah, like I'm way older than her. Yeah, she wants to run around this guy like I can't really stop her yeah so you know they start this affair old rats is just kind of like letting it just go yeah Um, see that would not be me that meme that we see all the time that we laugh at like oh you know she'd want you to move on and be happy and I'm like no get in this casket with me that's you for sure I would not want you to move on I would not be okay with that I will will smack you with my cane (laughs) 
that's not wrong. <laughs> so, uh, basically, the conclusion of this uh, affair that Stoner and Pankham had been having kind of came to a head on March 24th, 1935. Mm-hmm. So, it said that on that day that Rattenbury and Pankham, Alma, they had a discussion, and they it sounds like they openly discussed the affair, which was kind of rare. It was kind of like... We are not talking about it, but we both know it's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also assumed that that day they had sex. Okay. So there's that. Um, Stoner, remember the chauffeur that Alma had been having the affair with, found out about this conversation and probably the fact that they had sex Mm -hmm. and became enraged. He was very jealous. He was very obsessed with her. He threatened her with a gun that day. And that night he beat Rattenbury to death with a mallet. He basically struck him in the head until he died, so crushed his skull. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Whoa. So, with that happening, obviously the police come and investigate. Fight for your girl. Yeah. (laughs) A little too literally in that case, but um, originally Stoner and Pankham, so both of them confessed to the murder. Okay. But eventually it kind of came out that Stoner was the one who had actually did it, so Mm -hmm. he was convicted um, however, Alma was very torn up about this. In the following week, she actually ended up fatally stabbing herself by the River Avon. Okay. So she passed away as well. Uh-huh. Stoner was originally sentenced to death, but his sentence was later commuted, and I believe he was released. And, oh, wow. Um, from what I read, and I forgot to write this down, but he kind of lived a really quiet life until, um, I believe in, like, 1980 or 1990, he was found to be having... Um, an underage relationship with a minor and was taken to jail for that. So. You nasty. Gross. Yes. <laughs> yes. He, yeah, that's gross. Okay. So that was kind of the, the end to him. Yep. Um, so even though Rattenberry didn't actually die in the Fairmont Empress, he did mm-hmm. design it and he had a lot of attachment to it. Sure. So it said that um, a younger or older man, I've heard it both ways, can be seen in kind of period type clothing, walking yep. the halls, almost like inspecting mm. things. And that is said to be the lead architect. Yep. Yep. So he kind of had a, an interesting little life. Yeah, he did. So he died and then he took his ghost ship all the way across the, yeah. to Canada. And I don't know how that works. I yeah. guess you just get to bebop around. Astro project. Yeah. Which, that's on my list for episode two. Yeah, that'll be so cool. a good one too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's kind of the big one of the Fairmont. Um, there are two smaller spirits yep. that are said to haunt uh, the hotel as well. The other one is, her name is uh, Lizzie McGrath. She was a chambermaid, so like a housekeeper, mm-hmm. I think, for the hotel. She fell to her death in 1909 when she stepped out of um, a six-story window thinking that a uh, scaffold that was there for construction was yeah. still there. Um, but it wasn't, so mm-hmm. she accidentally fell to her death. Yep. Um, she said to roam the sixth floor. Again, mm-hmm. reports of a woman in period type, um, like a maid's outfit Clothing. walking sure. around. Oh, that's an awful death. It is. Death. Yeah. Death. 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 <laughs> Neither of us can speak. Apparently not. Um, the final spirit of the Fairmont Empress is, um, he's known as the Carpenter. They do not know his name. Okay. Um, he's also known as the man with the mustache. <laughs> he, uh, was a carpenter, obviously, who worked on the hotel. Um, trigger warning, he did complete suicide by hanging. Um, and sometimes people will report that they can see a body swinging from the ceiling mm. of the West Tower. Eee. And that's thought to be him. Yikes. Yeah. So, big hotel, lots of room for ghosts. Yep, yep. That's a good one. Interesting. And I'm going to Google it when you're doing yours so I can show you what it looks like. So, yeah. It's really quite beautiful. Yeah. 
So if anyone's been there, um, please let us know because I'd love to hear yeah. your experiences. It's creepy. I wouldn't want to stay on the sixth floor. No. If I know like there's something there. Where like, they are. I don't. Mm-mm. It's true. No, leave me alone. It's true. That's why like every time in Charleston, we're like, wait a minute. Is there a ghost there? Like we got to do the research first. Yeah. <laughs> Except anywhere you go in Charleston is haunted. So Not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> Yes. Okay. What you got? So we are going to staying in British Columbia. That's where you are, right? That's where Victoria is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And this is called the Tranquil Sanatorium. And this is in Kamloops, British Columbia. Oh. I just saw Loops and it reminded me of Fruit Loops. (laughs) So I was all on board there. Time out. That's the hotel. It kind of reminds me of Francis Marion a little bit. Yeah, it kind of looks like Francis Marion. Yeah. It is pretty. It is pretty. It kind of reminds me too a little bit of. um, Kind of gives me like the shining vibes, like mm, Stanley. I'd like Hotel. to see that. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. On the list. Next Colorado trip, we're going. Yup. Okay. So this is the Tranquil Sanatorium in Kamloops, not Fruit Loops, British Columbia. <laughs> it was um, originally built in 1907, mm-hmm. and it was to treat patients uh, with tuberculosis. Okay. Yep. So um, it's actually multiple buildings. Yes. Um, and kind of after it shut down is when they found a lot of tunnels, like underground tunnels that connected um, each building. Sure. So what they believe they were originally used for was kind of transferring goods and mm-hmm. food and laundry and stuff in between. Yes. Um, okay. them, but keep that in your mind because <laughs> there's more. Okay. <laughs> um, so this building was originally called the King Edward the Seventh um, Sanatorium. Okay. But as kind of um, TB ramped up, they yeah. kind of had to build their own little community around sure, this. Sure, that's a common thing. Um, mm-hmm. um, so there had you know they had gardens, they had houses, gymnasiums, um, they had a farm and their own fire department. Okay. Um, and they kind of just named this community Tranquil. Okay. So that's why they changed the name to Tranquil Sanatorium. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so I guess we've done a lot of kind of buildings like this and we kind of see a very um similar pattern of you know just Mm -hmm. not good circumstances you know sanitation is really poor and you're not really being treated you know well sure um so there's not any difference with this place um it was originally supposed to house only 49 patients and the rest was to be used for kind of like community okay um you know just buildings and yes 49 Mm -hmm. seems quite small for a Yes. So it did originally, um, it was supposed to hold only 49 patients, but then it wasn't so big at the beginning. Do you know what I'm saying? Tuberculosis. Yeah. Yep. Um, and obviously it kind of just like yes. spread like wildfire. Yeah. Um, so they closed it down in 1958 and when they did, it had oh, wow. 360, um, I mean, that's fairly patients. recent. Yeah, this I mean, is actually, it's, it comes into the 90s. Let's say my um, parents were born in 57, yeah. so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so do you remember the underground tunnels? Yes. Um, they actually had stored like patients there because they didn't have any rooms to put them like in. Like living patients? Yes. Oh, like just lined oh, them up in yeah. there. Um, just to ask money and, you yeah, know, just needing yeah. somewhere to go. Um, obviously the conditions were really horrible. Yep. Um, and they kept doors and windows kind of open mm-hmm. to keep like airflow going, you know, yeah. to try to help prevent the spread sure. um, of this. Uh, but remember we're in... Uh, Canada, yep. and so it gets pretty cold up there. Yeah, um, and a lot of um, doctors and nurses actually reported, um, like coming into work in the morning, and their patients had like frost, like on their face. Um, so oh that kind of led to like more death. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Not related to 
uh, tuberculosis. Yeah, it didn't help it. Um, so basically the government kind of gets a little like ear in on like kind of what's going on. Yeah. Um, so they shut it down in 1958 and yeah. the, um, government takes over and turns it into, um, an institution for people with mental disabilities and illnesses. Okay. Um, I yeah. hate the word insane asylum, so I'm yeah, not going to use that very, word. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the best way I could sure. kind of put that. Yeah. Um, so as we've also known with these type of places, things don't usually don't go, that great. go well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they actually, it was pretty sketchy how they did it. They didn't let any of their patients open any mail. Um, they did not really give them much food. Oh, um, okay. And they were forced to maintain the building. They washed windows. They, the patients were? Yes. Oh. Um, so it was more like they prison. mopped. It was kind of like unpaid, like labor. hard labor. Sure. Yeah, um, and absolutely. that's kind of what they did. Um, and at first they kind of let their friends and relatives uh, visit, but the um, kind of the conditions started to really deteriorate. deteriorate. So they were turning People. friends and family away. Um, yeah. And so they would like... Um, like friends and family would try to bring food or money or clothes and they would not accept any of it. Like, nope, we can't take that. And just, yeah. So as you can tell, uh, not good. And their, you know, outside world was kind of like, what the fuck is going on Mm -hmm. in there? Yeah, sure. And so they started forcing the doctors and staff to stay there. You don't get to leave. You have to stay here. Oh, they began living there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so they kind of are like, fuck that. Like, yeah, we can treat these people like that, but like, we're not going to be treated like that. Cause obviously they're not being treated well either yeah. living there. Sure. Um, so they started to protest. Okay. Um, and that's not good yeah. <laughs> for anybody, not especially in the tent. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they kind of did like a sit down, like a lockdown and said like, we're, we're not doing it. And like, there was like 600 people that came in to protest yeah. um and the protest actually did shut all of it down in 1991 oh, okay so pretty recent um so it stayed pretty much closed after that mm-hmm. um it did briefly open as a juvenile detention center but it was like very very short-lived yeah. there was not really anything i wonder why <laughs> yeah. yes so i mean you can just see this pattern of just yeah neglect just never ends well yeah. a lot of death a lot of sadness yeah, sorrow sure. hunger um, so, okay. this is a, it's a, a paranormal podcast, so there are some ghosts. Yeah, it's a perfect scenario for ghosts as we have seen in these yes. places. Yes. Uh, lots of kids. Oh. I know. Kid spirits freak me out. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> me too. Uh, absolutely. So, there's lots of, like, laughing and playing, mm. um, like, children like, splashing, like, either yeah. in a pool or a tub. Lots of like children's music. It reminds me of like a Jack in the Box. Oh, like, it's freaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Pop goes the weasel. After <laughs> <you're not. laughs> no. Yeah. No. Um, so there's yeah, lots of kids slamming doors, mm. um, yeah. and they're never on the level that you're in. Like you know, you're walking like through, and it's like yeah, it's like oh, you hear it like two guys, mm-hmm. yeah, a couple floors up, couple sure. floors down. Yep. Um, a lot of paranormal investigators have gone and, like, obviously investigated. Yeah. This building's all run down now. It's not really anything. Yeah. Um, but it's still standing. They yep. They tear it down. Yep. Um, and you can tour it. Oh, okay. Um, and so a lot of people take pictures, 
you know, obviously, like, in the front door, like, walking in. Yes. You know, because yeah. I'm like, hey, this is what we're doing. Yep. And there's, like, tons of orbs, mm. like, in the front door. Okay. Um, don't get a lot of them in other rooms, but, like, the apparently front the front door, door is, like, hot zone super, 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 like. Yeah, sure. Orbs everywhere. Orbs, orbs for days. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, obviously, the underground tunnels um, people get really anxious, a heavy feeling, sure. um, like yeah. severe anxiety to where like some people won't even like stay go in there. In there. Yeah. yeah. They won't even sure. go down to them. Um, in the tunnels, they hear lots of screaming and crying, just I guess sure. typical yeah. things that we see in places like this. Yeah. Um, there's actually um, a very commonly reported um, sighting of an apparition of a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's only on the sixth and eighth floor, eighth floor. Okay. Um, and she's seen screaming and searching for her child. Oh yeah. So dang, dang, that's a heavy one. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. crazy. You know, and it reminds me a lot of like, when you say like, obviously tuberculosis, mm-hmm. um, it reminds me a lot of like Waverly, a lot of sanatoriums. Yes. And I was trying to remember the name of this design, but and I was curious if this place had the same one. I'm going to have to look up his name because I cannot remember it mm-hmm. for the life of me. Basically, um, there was a very famous architect that when these sanatoriums were being designed in the U.S., he thought it was they were designed with like a lot of windows. The idea was that if patients could have a lot of fresh air, this might help them. Yeah. So it really was built. Most of these places were built with good intentions mm-hmm. in mind. The idea that being out in nature would help these patients recover faster, which, you know, that's a great mentality to have. Yeah. But unfortunately... You know, not understanding the disease itself and how to cure it, obviously, at the time mm-hmm. led to a lot of overcrowding. And then we see kind of this breakdown of, you know, standards and hygiene. Yep. And we start to see, you know, real suffering. Just horrid, horrid yeah. conditions. Um, kind of going back to the orb yeah. um, thing, if you follow us on social media, oh. definitely check out yeah. um, our Instagram. I'll put it up on Facebook, too, but our yeah. Instagram for sure. Um, we have a new listener, um, and go check out his Instagram. It's Charleston Brewery List. Yes. Um, and it's I a, his name is Kyle. I could be wrong about that. <laughs> I can't remember. So we kind of just been chatting back and forth and yesterday he yeah. shared a photo with us, um, and we had permission to post it. Want to give him a shout out on that. Cause it, it is fucking wild. I looked at it and I said, Oh Fuck. It is. So he's gone back multiple times to like try to recreate it. There was just nothing. Um, So I'm not going to give you any uh, spoilers, but go check Check it out out. and then check out his Instagram too because it's super cool, especially um, if you're local. I know we have a lot of local Charleston listeners. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I don't know a ton about like craft beer, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's a really good. I love craft beer. I know you do. So yeah. like, you are like the perfect listener for us Charleston Brewery list. Yeah. But um, I'm learning more about it. But yeah. um, the pictures are really cool. There's a lot of good information in each post. So definitely yeah. give it a look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was taken. Um, it's in one of the oldest churches in downtown, Circular Congregational, yeah. which, fun fact, it's where Mama Ghoul and Daddy Ghoul on Celestia got married. So yeah. it's a beautiful church. Yeah, we usually do um, like the Christmas service there. Yeah, they it's do a really, really nice. You know, it's really fun. It's it's pretty. Yeah, absolutely. And fun fact, um, not that we're having, uh, we probably won't be having Pride, obviously, this year. Mm-hmm. But um, they almost always are in the Pride walks in yeah. Charleston because they are awesome. very, very good allies to the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. So, yay. Yay. Um, and, yeah, that picture is creepy. That, it's really. I, like, zoomed in and I was like, I, I, no, I don't like that, Raymond. <laughs> I don't like zooming <laughs> I don't like that. Zoom it on out. 
I yeah. know. I've never taken a picture that like had something in it. Either. I, I do. I do. I've showed it to you before. I'll see if I can find it and post it. There's an orb and there's a face oh, in it. Yeah, Remember yeah, that yeah. one? That's me that fucking one scary. Yeah. Well, I have to find that. I don't know where it is. It's in Facebook. It's like Very 2009, like Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. yeah. Yeah. It's like black and white, and I'm like doing like you know your like stone cold face. Was like, it on your laptop? Yeah. With your like camera. <laughs> oh my god, I had so many of those. That yes. was the look back then. All right, let's let's um keep her going. Yep, keep going. All right, all right. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay, so for mine, mine's a little shorter this time. Okay. Uh, but nevertheless, spooky. So we are going to Seal Island. And as the name says, it is an island. Okay. It is located um, in southwest Nova Scotia, which is on the uh, eastern side yeah. of the U.S. and Canada. There's a lot of, um, like, little ferry rides you can take from, like, Portland, Maine to Nova Scotia. Back okay. I think it's called a cat. Could be wrong. It's, like, the cat. name of the, like... Like a catamaran? I think it's called is it cat. The, like a, is it a sailboat? Brand. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, okay. it's like a big ferry. It goes pretty fast. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Well, that's, I talk about that a little bit, oh, so okay. that's interesting. Yeah, so Seal Island, kind of a fun little fact Did about it. Did you tell it. me to shut up? I talk about that, and you just pointed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just noticing okay. that I talked about it, too. Um, it, it's funny that you said that, because I actually had a question about one of, a, a fact about that that I'm going to bring up um, to see if you've heard of this before. Being from New England. Sorry, I was just pounding my LaCroix. Sorry, is it delicious? You wonder why they send us LaCroix things, because we're always, like, <laughs> chugging one it's during just, the I'm, recording. like, very, um, it's, like, a high of 80 today in Charleston, which is, like, so nice compared top, to, like... but it's glorious. <laughs> it's not, like, humid, so, like, I'm, like, really excited. I'm, like, it's you're cool. Awesome. I'm going to wear a hoodie, and so I'm, like, really hot, and I was just, like, pretty, like, agitated earlier, and you're, like, change your shirt, and I'm you're just... like, the AC's no. not working. I'm, like, no, it's working. You're, you're wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> So I'm just very thirsty and parched, and so I just I had Thank to pound you. it. And then you asked me like a question, and I was like, "Oh, dang, <laughs> swallow." Baby, I hate to break this to you, but it's not going to get cool until like November here. Shh. I know, I know. We Damn, baby, be cool. Uh, no. be cool. But for real, trust me. <laughs> cool. Okay, right. sorry. Continue. Yes, that's okay. Um, Seal Island. You had a question. I did. I'm going to get to that in okay. just a second. Um, a fun little fact about it is it's actually technically kind of owned by both the U.S. and Canada. Oh, they fun. just can't decide who owns it. They kind of keep – it's like a very passive-aggressive Yeah. Um, Canada's pretty friendly. They're just like, you know what, come on in. Yeah. So it was never actually, like, decided who owned it, but both countries have laid claim to it. Okay. Um, Canada built a lighthouse on the island in 1832, and it is patrolled by, I believe, Canadian uh, military forces. Okay. Um, so they've got that, but the U S kind of refuses to acknowledge that like the lighthouse is even there. It's like very, like I said, very <laughs> passive aggressive. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> but you know, I feel like that's not the biggest like fish to fry in the world right now. So fair enough. Like we got other things to worry about. Yes. Um, so the USA did use the Island during world war one, but since then hasn't really done much like, okay. to it. so I mean, it's pretty much Canada is the way yeah. I see it. Um, in Maine, you can actually take tours to the Island because there are native, uh, like puffins that yeah. live there. Um, have I don't know if you've ever heard of anything like that, but puffins or puffins. the yes, like the bird, the puffin. Yeah, I know what I know what a fucking puffin <laughs> is. So I worked for two vets. I knew a lot of. You know what I love? My favorite bird that's kind of like a puffin hmm. is a blue-footed booby. Just <laughs> like it says booby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, oh. Yes, there are puffins in Maine. Um, oh, okay. More northern Maine, I would say. Like, you're not going to see, like, a puffin, like, really. In Maybe that's where these tours leave from, like, northern Maine. Yeah, probably. Because okay. um, it may be Bar Harbor-ish, but, like, yeah. I would say it's a farther up. Quite a bit farther up yeah. north. Yeah. So, yeah, you can apparently go out there and see the, the puffins Cute. if you're leaving out of Maine. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Um, but the island actually has a, a pretty kind of dark pass to it. Okay. Um, because of the location, it's a very difficult area to sail in. Mm-hmm. So is Maine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was kind of where I'm going. It's a very rocky coast. There's a yes. lot of, um, there's thousands of islands off, maybe not thousands, but there's a lot of islands off the coast. That would be a good episode. Of Maine, yes. Shipwrecked. Because, and that's what happened. There's a lot of... Maine has a ton. Rock, there's a, actually, um, my grandmother has a house on Higgins Beach in Scarborough, mm-hmm. Maine that we grew up in. Which is and near th- Portland. Yes. Um, and there's a shipwreck oh, yeah, yeah, by yeah, the river that's that, still, yeah. it's over 100 years. It's got to be like probably 115 yeah. years old. Yeah. It was a coal ship that just wrecked and they just never let, like, just left the ship. So you can, yeah. you can still see like the shape of the ship and everything. Ooh. You've seen it before. Yeah, you showed it to me. Uh, but yeah, shipwrecks and things like that are very... Not so much now because our technology is much better. Yeah, um, back then they were very, very common. Absolutely, and the same can be said for obviously the coast of Nova Scotia sure. and Seal Island as well. Um, it was very common for sailors to wreck their ships there. Um, sometimes, if they didn't immediately, you know, drown or die after the the shipwreck, they would make it to Seal Island. But there was really no one living there, so they often died of starvation. Mm. Um, so a lot of death out there, and it kind of became a place that you know these sailors were buried. Yeah. So, um, eventually, two families decided to move to the island. Um, I believe they were the Hitchens and the Crowells, or Crowells. They wanted to be there to help these people that were shipwrecked okay. sailors to try and maybe save some from, from death when Dying. they reached the island. Yeah. yeah. So, that brings us to our native, or, you know, our resident ghost of Seal Island. Uh, her name is Annie, or Anne Lindsay. Okay. So, this will take us back to October 31st, 1891. Uh, The SS Ottawa was sailing from London to St. John, New Brunswick. Um, While sailing, it struck Blonde Rock on November 1st. So this was kind of really late into the night on the 31st into November 1st. Okay. And immediately, um, it sounds like it kind of just tore a a huge hole in the bottom. So it immediately began to sink. Um, There were obviously many people on board, so lifeboats were deployed. Um, On one of them was Anne Lindsay, who was a stewardess, which I believe is kind of like a I believe it's like a housekeeper for a ship. Sure. This would have been a passenger yeah. ship that was sailing. That makes sense. So she worked on the ship. Yeah. Um, she was in one lifeboat along with three men. So they get into the lifeboat. They get away from the sinking ship. But in the rough seas, their lifeboat capsizes. So it flips okay. upside down. Um, they all become trapped under. Um, I believe two of the men were able to escape from under the lifeboat. But Anne Lindsay and another man was were kept under and unfortunately drowned while under the lifeboat. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the other man survived, but they were washed onto Seal Island. Okay. So the families that were now living on Seal Island saw their lifeboat as well as the wreck in general. Um, they found, you know, Annie, and they buried her on the island um, by East End Church. And it is said that she is now kind of the native spirit of Seal Island and that you can often see her around and in the villages. Mm. So it does sound like it's more populated now. Sure. But apparently that's their resident ghost. Now there is a little urban legend about this and I don't know how much truth of course there is, but it says that, love um, me a good urban legend. I know me too. Yeah. 
So it says, um, you know, after she was buried, they decided to add a concrete headstone to her grave marker. Okay. So um, in doing this, they had to, um, it sounds like, remove her coffin uh, from the ground, mm-hmm. put the headstone in. Um, when her coffin was disinterred, the uh, they realized that she had actually been buried alive, that she had not actually been no. deceased. Now, that there is no documentation mm-hmm. of that, but that is kind of the lore around it. So she's kind of this restless spirit that haunts that gives itself. me such anxiety. Like, I don't know. I'm going to be... You're going to be like the Victorian <laughs> folks that are putting, like, bells and shit. You know I want to be cremated, so, like, I'm it's hoping that, issue that never, you know, is even a question. But, like, that literally... I could, like, sit here and think about that and get, like... It's very terrible. I could really get super anxious about yeah. that. Like, I could not even... Yeah. When we were watching Wentworth on is it netflix hulu yeah spoiler alert if you don't want to hear about the spoiler alert <laughs> do not come after us give you a second to pause fast forward and pause right now okay when um ferguson mm-hmm. it's not doesn't end up being her but gets buried no. alive like Ugh. i don't like that, that really really bothered me and i like like i could really like feel myself like breathing really like yeah. heavily and like getting really anxious on that cuz i yeah. couldn't even like imagine that like really bothers me yeah me too but Wentworth is a really good show if anyone's looking for a Netflix recommendation. It was really good. We kind of fell off, though, at the end. It got it's, a little, like, hope, like I don't know. It got a little far-fetched. Same with Orange is the New Black. We yeah, liked it until we didn't me. watch the last two seasons of that because, like, it just got so... I, yeah, wild. Like I just It's kind of, like, real at the beginning. Like, okay, this, like, really could happen. Yeah. And then it just gets, like, I mean... Out there. Yeah. Right I just I didn't like that. Yeah, same. Okay, sorry. Continue. No, yeah, that, is, that is all I had. Okay. Um, but that is, you know... Miss Interesting. Annie I like Lindsay. that. I like that one. Island. Yeah. That's sad, though. It is sad. Yeah. We should really do a shipwrecked episode. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I think we did a little bit we of... We did ghost ships. Yeah. Shipwrecks would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I know people ask us often if, like, we've um, ever come, like, found ourselves not able to find a topic or, yeah. like, material. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we keep talking, like, oh, we could do this, that. Or, like, oh, we could yeah. do another one of these. Like, I yeah. mean, we could do ten... Haunted Canada, like, oh, episodes. God, yeah. Like, there's so many. It was hard to pick two. Yeah. I'll tell you, my first one I picked because I saw Fruit Loops, but then it was really Cam Loops. <laughs> my second one I picked because it's called Keg Mansion. Well, that that's just right up your alley. <laughs> Perfect. That is where I would like to live, but not really because it's haunted as fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, so this is actually in Toronto. Okay. Canada. Yep. Surprise, it's a mansion. Um, right. This <laughs> mansion was originally built in 1867 uh-huh. for a man named Arthur McMaster. Okay. Um, so he was actually the nephew of a really like successful, rich-ass businessman, and mm-hmm. his name was William McMaster. Okay. So he had the monies. Yeah, like, he came from the money. Yeah, he okay. was very, very, very wealthy. Okay. Um, and so it's built on Jarvis Street, which is kind of where all the rich people lived. Like mm. It was like... Okay. The bougie, yeah, like spot. Most houses were kind of lined like right across the road, and like they like tuck their back a little yeah. bit, like put some like gardens out front. So they really did it. Yeah, they did the damn thing for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, so they were, you know, if I had all the money, I'd be bougie as hell too. So like, go, good for you. Um, it looks just like a typical kind of almost medieval looking yeah mansion, okay. very pretty. Um, so in 1880. A man named Hart Macy bought the house. And apparently the Macy's are very, very well known in Toronto. Okay. Um, so Hart is from Toronto and okay. then briefly moved to Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Um, but kind of comes back after okay. a little bit. It yeah. reminded me of us. Like, 
started, left, and then came back. Um, So people will argue that they are the most prominent family in Toronto, like I said. Um, Hart Macy was an industrialist, Mm -hmm. and he actually helped found buildings um, for the University of Toronto. He was the co-founder. For a lot of them, there's actually um, a hall called Macy Hall. Oh, okay. So... yeah. Big That's, deal. They're a big deal. Um, and they actually ended up having some really successful grandchildren. Okay. Um, one grandson, his name was Vincent, became the Governor General of Canada in oh. 1952. There you go. All right. And they had another grandson named Raymond, and he was a Hollywood actor. Um, he stirred a little bit of controversy in the U.S. Um, because he got cast to play Abe Lincoln oh. in a movie called... Um, Abe Lincoln in Illinois. Okay. Um, and apparently that pissed a lot of Americans off that they a had Canadian. a Canadian play okay. Abe the Babe, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, but apparently, like, he, like, blew everyone out of the water with, like, his performance. Yeah, so, like, kind of quickly, like, shut everyone up. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. You like, you're good. Um, so, yeah. So, back to uh, Hart Macy. Yeah. Um, his daughter, Lillian. He had one daughter, one child. Uh, her name was Lillian. Now, can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Did he name it Keg Mansion? No. Because that's a badass name if he did. No. They're like, what do you want to name? He's like, well, I like Higgs, so let's well, yeah. <laughs> Uh No. I will get to um, the name before. This is just kind of what it's called now. Okay. It did have a different name. Gotcha. Almost there. Almost there. Gotcha. But no, they did not name it awesome. Keg Mansion. That's how I would name yeah. mine. Like Tequila Mansion. <laughs> tequila Tequila. Oh. That was remember? a show. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> Oh. How we were allowed to watch that as oh, children? No. Reality TV in the like late nineties and early two thousands were really a thing. Really it was a moment. Yeah. Um, okay, so Lillian is pretty badass. She actually and who is this Hart's daughter. Daughter. Okay. okay. She remember this is in the early nineteen hundreds. Yep. Um, so women are not really like the head of the household, but she basically yeah. says like. No, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, she actually went to college and graduated college, which was not common. Yeah, sure. Um, and she basically said, like, I'm naming the house. It's called, it's spelt E-U-C-L-I-D. It's mm-hmm. pronounced Euclid. Yeah. So the Euclid uh, Hall. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what she named the house. Um, and they, she named it after the road that they lived on in Cleveland, oh, briefly. Oh, okay. So that's kind of where she came up with that name. There was a very famous ancient, I think, mathematician named Euclid, too. Oh. So I was like, I was curious. I've never that. seen it. I had, to, I had to Google how oh, no, I to say it because I, yeah. I was just like, huh. Um, so apparently she was just a super nice person. They had smart staff. Smart, lady. yeah. Like, just demanded respect, but, like was also if he gave it to her like a really good person treated her said like house staff yeah um, treated them very well um was not a dick um and her and her husband lived there um until they were like super old um and she passed away in 1915 Mm, okay um so she had become really good friends throughout the years with one of their maids okay um so now we're going to take a little turn to like the the darky side yeah okay so she was very close with this maid, um, and then Lillian passes away, and this maid apparently gets very depressed, very sad, sure. lost like one of her really good friends. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and another house worker came in to find her hanging in the stairwell. Oh, wow. um, she had tied a noose and um, completed suicide. Mm. And 
that some say that she did it out of grief. Yeah, um, sure. And others have said that she was having an affair with one of the fa- Macy uh, family members. Lillian? I don't... It didn't say. Lillian? <laughs> did not say if it was Lillian or not. I love myself That's, a drama. That was where my... Uh, kind of first thought went, but I'm always going to lesbian. I'm always like lesbian <laughs> team lesbian, like. but it didn't say. But apparently, some people believe that they um, she had felt that the secret would come out. Oh, okay. um, after her passing, yeah. So she just like couldn't handle sure that. Sure. Sure. Um, okay, That's so sad. where is why is it the Keg Mansion? Yes, it's now a steakhouse, oh, and apparently, if you're in right. Canada, it's a it's a chain. It's kind of like the Outback Steakhouse of oh, the U.S. It's kind of like a chain. Restaurant. Steakhouse restaurant. So okay. that's good. Um, what's there? I don't know. We'll have to ask our friend if she knows. I know. Text her. I'm gonna message her right Text now. Text her. Um, so it's apparently very haunted. Um, on the second floor, there's here more children. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, when they lived in the house, it was uh, the children's quarters. They called it. So okay. that's kind of where the children played. And apparently, you can hear like a lot of laughing, little feet running around. Um, and there's actually a little boy that a lot of diners have seen. Ooh, okay. And they see him kind of, like, running up the, like, main staircase, Ooh. which is kind of, like, the focal point of the restaurant. Yeah. And then he just disappears. Ooh. Like, he just Ooh. runs up, and then he's gone. He's gone. Um, so a lot of diners have reported seeing that. Um, and so a lot of their materials and supplies for the restaurant are kept upstairs. Yeah. Um, so a lot of workers kind of go up and down. Um, and a lot of people say that they have reported seeing... Um, kind of out of the corner of their eye, a woman swinging uh, oh. from a noose. Yeah. And then when they turn to see, nothing there's there. nothing there. Oh. Um, so that's kind of scary. Um, so those are like kind of the most scary ones. Now this one, <laughs> I'm going to try to get through it without like crying because I was crying laughing so hard <laughs> when I was typing it. <laughs> so we're going to leave you on like a funny, this is like my last little piece. Okay. Uh, and we're right at an hour, so we're going to wrap it up. But um, so... <laughs> There was, this was only a few years ago, um, a report of a diner um, that had run out of the restaurant, um, freaked out, like went straight from the bathroom to... She was like out of there. She, yeah, like out the door. Yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. Um, so apparently she had to take a mid-dinner dump, and so she was like in there for a bit. You know, I feel like everyone gets in that situation <laughs> once in their life. So she was kind of in there for a bit, and then kept saying that she felt like someone was... Um, in there with her, but uh-huh. like didn't, no there was, there. yeah, but felt like someone was kind of peering and I hate this. I hate this in stalls where you can like see and like I if you make a lot of people, that's a very American thing. The, like the giant gaps yeah. in the doors. Well, it should be. Cause it I'm should. like, I, and when you make eye contact with someone, I'm like, oh no. That should be illegal. I don't want you to <laughs> see me. <laughs> don't do that. Um, but she said she kept feeling like she didn't see anything, but felt like she felt like someone was watching her through those oh. little things. I and so she that. was like. What the fuck? Thank you. Um, So she, like, kind of, like, tucked under and, like, looked under the stalls to see if, you know, there were feet or anything. There was nothing. And so she's sitting there, and you know the, like, locks in some stalls that turn? No, it, like, turns like a a lock. She said she could see it turning slowly, and then the door, like, swung open so hard that it hit the other stall door. And she, like, jumped up and, like, looked around, and there was nobody in there. So she, like, finished up and, like, bye. I don't blame her. I don't like that, Raymond. I can't even, like, go to the bathroom in peace. If she did, she was having trouble pooping, she definitely probably fixed it real 
topic. It's true. Dang, that would have scared me too. Yeah. That reminds me a little bit of, um, we talked about it in a newer episode about Pugin's Porch in Charleston mm-hmm. and how the ghost of Zoe St. Amon yeah. is commonly seen in the women's restroom. Mm-hmm. Didn't our friends, um, are we allowed to say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alicia yeah. and Bailey, didn't they go recently? They did. And, and they I were like, oh, don't think they went to the bathroom there. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we'll hold it. We're good. <laughs> I will pee my pants first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so they didn't, Dang. they said they didn't really feel anything or see anything. So. Yeah. I like to see a little Pugin, though. That'd be I know. cute. Like a little, little cute floofer. Dog. Yeah. A little spirit floof. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That was, uh, there's a lot going on in Canada. There... That's what I took away from this. <laughs> yeah. And um, maybe use the restroom before you go have a meal at the uh, Kegmation. Yeah. Maybe go before. Go before. <laughs> go before. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. It was, it was good. interesting. I think, again, that's like you said, another one we could definitely do yeah, more Yeah, for on. sure. I was thinking too, and I've also, I think we also got a request to do more Civil War, so we've got. Oh, I love that. Awesome. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that one. We could soon. do that one. Yeah. We'll try to, you know, record it sometime this week so we're not the day ahead. <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. Yes. Yes. All right. So, any final thoughts before we. Uh... Um, yes, I do actually. Oh. We've had. Um, uh, quite a few. Oh, this is right. Okay. Um, yep. Merchandise purchases. So thank you. And you know we did talk about uh, donating the proceeds to that to the NAACP legal um, defense. Keep going. And education. <laughs> I knew you would know the end of that. Yes. Um, so we are going to do we're going to do that for six months, I think, or longer, depending on kind of how things how see, things yeah. are going. We want to definitely help. Um, but we have definitely had an increase in sales. So yeah, you know that money will go towards towards that and um thank you for you know your your purchases and uh-huh. thank you for absolutely. you know contributing to to a really great cause sure absolutely it is a, it's a small thing that we can do but we feel it's really important and every bit helps so yes. we're happy and excited that you guys are helping us with that and um yeah the money go is going to a great cause so yeah. that is fantastic yeah all right that so, was my final thought so right. i'm kind of handling the merch stuff so keep 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 purchasing, keep buying. Yeah, if you can. Repping us, yeah. Um, come visit me on Facebook. I've got to be a little more active on there. I I know. I'm in, I'm the same with Instagram. I've been yeah. so busy that I'm like I gotta get back in. So <laughs> visit um you know us on Facebook. Just Google yeah. or Google yeah search Facebook uh, Girlfriends Podcast yeah. and you will find us. Send me all of your dog and cat photos, mm-hmm. videos. Yes. And remember that if you would like to make a purchase um, with our merchandise, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. That's kind of important, right? Yeah, that, they might <laughs> want to know that. Um, it does seem like they are up in production again. Yes, so, they're moving. Uh, things are moving. Back so that's, to normal. That's good. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, so, yes, if you can, if you would like to or you feel so inclined, uh, that's where you can find our merchandise. Um, you can come see me on Instagram. And Caitlin, because Caitlin's now... She, now, I will just say, the, the picture <laughs> that was taken in the uh, graveyard at Circular... Um, I did that post. Lady Caitlin Seymour put that up. So, she's... she's sure learning. did. She is. Um, if I didn't say it, that's at Ghoul Friends Podcast. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. And if you'd like to send us a listener story or just an email, you can reach us at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. Look at that. Boom. We did it. Done. That was a good one. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't even have to like restart or anything. There was uh, no. That's rare. All yeah. knock on wood so far. Animals uh, all are animals sleeping. are sleeping and it's nice and quiet. Yeah, let's hurry up and get off here before they start. Cooled down, so I'm a little less cranky. That's so, good. Like, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool friends. Well, for now, we hope you stay safe. We hope you stay spooky and we hope you stay well. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your cool friends.
Love you. <laughs> Are you saying that to me or them? Both of you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>